0: Welcome to the Risk Channels Podcast, brought to you by ASN International, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Back out with another video. Welcome to the Risk Channels Podcast. My name is Jeremy. And my name is Rafael. And today, we've got an interesting kind of podcast topic for you guys today. We're going to talk about millennials and Gen Z, where we've been, where we're at, and where we're going. So to start off, what's your opinion on millennials versus Gen Z? Who's the better generation? <laughs> well, I'm biased, because <laughs> I'm a Gen Z-er
1: myself. And I would definitely say our generation, you know, between like the clothes, fashion, of course, um, music, just trends, like I think
0: we're dope generation. True. I think there's an argument for both sides. The 90s, I mean, obviously had emergence of like gangster rap, hip hop, you know, the fashion choices, the movies there, the shows, and you can't forget about like high puff girls, you know what I'm saying? All of that. Keenan and Kel, Kenan. stuff like that. I mean. Both sides have the generation, but I'm gonna be and say Gen Z. Gen Z too? Yes, sir. Nah, see,
1: because I thought you were gonna say the 90s, though, because I mean, you got King and Cal, but then what about like Martin and Gina? Like, that show is just like perfect.
0: Then you got the 2000s, you got Danny Phantom, Zillian, Icarly, stuff like
1: that. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. Just off those three, you got it. <laughs> exactly, bro. So, my
0: next thing would be, what do you think about like, car, like, did you like our generation as a whole? going towards, like, you
1: know, being adults right now Because we're 21. So what do you think about going into adulthood? So, see, okay, so we're still young, which is good. But we really are transitioning into adulthood. We're going on into our senior year of college. And then after this, it's kind of like the real world. Like, you know, some of us will still stay back a year, back in the parents' home or stuff like that, save up their money. But aside from that, though, you know, There's a lot of people who are going to be, like, you know, dorming with their friends or rooming with their friends, getting, um, you know, having, like, a renting bill and stuff like that, like, grocery shopping by themselves if they don't already do that, but it's going to be
0: different. So, like, do you think you're going to move out right after college, or are you going to wait a couple years?
1: For me, I never thought about moving out of my house right after college, because I want to take the smart approach for myself. Mm I want to save as much money as I can until like I know I'm capable of like you know being successful in my field um I have enough money to like you know live in a reasonably nice apartment, yeah and uh go from there all right and currently you don't have a car right I do not
0: so you think when do you think you gotta buy a car like how, how soon
1: how soon hopefully tomorrow <laughs> but <laughs> I wish too. realistically. It may take me, like, maybe another year, and then I should have enough to, you know, buy a car, but I know it's just, in our generation today, car prices are through the roof, or in our time today, car prices are through the roof, insurance through the roof, and especially being a young male, you know they're going to tax us, you know they're going to tax us, so that's just another, like, factor to think about. And like, you think you're gonna buy like a
0: used car, or like a new car? Like I gonna have to lot buy using like credit or something.
1: Yeah. So I was taught. Um, I saw a post somewhere, or whatever Instagram. Like that's kind of how. Yeah. See people Instagram. like get our news at this point. But um, TikTok. it's yeah, it's TikTok. Today. <laughs> but it's smarter to buy a used car two to three years because that's already like the bulk of the depreciation period. Mm-hmm. And after that, you have a relatively new car. It's not going to be squeaky clean, may not have like the whole fresh car scent or new car smell, um, but I'll get a used car for sure and finance it, you know? Yeah, I think,
0: so what do you, like, how are you going to deal about, like, all right, so you get, like, what car would you want for your first car? (laughs) Like, I know you're going to go into detail, you're going to like oh, I want a beaver I want, yada, yada, yada. That's not even
1: the details. Details will be... I'm not gonna bore you guys, but um, twenty thousand eleven E 328 I. That's what I want four door. I don't know what color yet. Black brown interior or white with um black interior. Something calm. It's still BMW, a so, uh, luxury performance brand, but you know having it be from the E ninety series, the last year they made it was twenty eleven. You know it's an older car, but I so, like that. how you gonna how you gonna deal with
0: all right, paying the car is one thing. How are you gonna do with paying the insurance every month for that as a young man?
1: <laughs> we would have to rob a bank. <laughs> you be the driver, I'll be the nah, um... I'm gonna do a heist real quick. <laughs> Money heist type beat. Sure. But um, how would I pay that? <clears throat> well, I'll be working and stuff like that. Um, hopefully multiple sources of income a month. are working on that. Uh, and that's how I pay off my car, but it's gonna be a difficult task though because as I said, the prices are through the roof for all these things So you just have to be smart about your financial decisions Don't spend where it's unnecessary and go from there. What do you I, think about that? I think that All right right now
0: insurance for 21 Yeah, insurance is probably gonna be the highest right now so I gotta think about that the plus two like I was thinking about moving out like Maybe not right after college, but like maybe like a year or two. So I got to yeah. factor in paying my own insurance, my own I mean, health insurance. Not actually, not health insurance. tesla got that. But <laughs> you know, I got to pay rent or something. I got to pay for groceries. I got to pay all this stuff. And then to factor in, there's like, I mean, there may be that particular defensive driving course, but that can't be like the only way I can lower my insurance. I mean, other places such as, like, what's your opinion on like, tesla, like Tesla's? credit score, insurance scoring, on that, like how it can bring your insurance rate up or down based on what score you get monthly.
1: Based on your credit score?
0: Based on how you drive. So it's like a, it's oh, like a based credit on, score oh, for driving. Based on how you drive? And like we talked about it in the previous episodes,
1: yeah. but like what's your opinion on it as a young man? I think it's very good. Those who have a heavy foot, those who like to drive fast and race, and all those fun things. They will suffer from it. However, if you're smart and you don't really, you just care about getting from point A to point B, I think you could definitely benefit from it. Be a safe driver, practice good uh, road etiquette, road etiquette, yeah, and give um, your credit score by being a safe driver. Like it, it, it's beneficial to be less accidents in the world, um, less road rage because you know how road rage you get. Yeah, people I are crazy when, out here. You yeah, ever been driving and then you're like somebody like you
0: driving like literally going like let's say speed limit sixty five, you are going about 70, 75, yeah. Somebody's right on you and then they cut you off. Yeah, uh, you mean that's how you did this to me? <laughs> you want to do that to you? Never. Exactly. Oh, nah, I never no. do that. I'm not a of that much of
1: a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> Your score would go up. That yeah. Great. Um. But yeah, definitely though. It's uh. It, it's, it has its pros and cons like anything else, but it could definitely help you out if you're a safe driver. Yeah, I feel
0: like I mean, I feel like it's a good in theory,
1: but you like, get it tracked and stuff like that, like
0: I don't want to be like, oh. I don't like that. Yeah, because like, alright, say there's like, outliers, such as like I'm late for something, or, you know saying I have to get somewhere fast, and I have to mm. speed a little bit, or I have to go faster than normal, they're going to be like, oh he went faster twice this month, cut him off, or raise the insurance, like I don't think i'm cool with that like you're constantly getting washed by like your insurance from your insurance carrier like i don't think i fully agree with that yeah. but like in concept it sounds nice it does sound nice. sounds good like oh i have a chance to bring down my insurance like um, my insurance rates by just following the rules which like is easy but
1: like i don't want to be washed 24 7. it's honestly. easy until it's not easy because yeah. everyone i don't care if you're year you old grandmother she probably speed it from time to time. You just don't know. Exactly. I mean, I also
0: <laughs> but, too. Like, how would you feel if you were in your own home? You know, what I'm saying, like, you bought, you bought your home. It's yours in your name, and somebody had a camera in
1: your house to watch you to see if you're doing the right things in your own house. That's not what it's like though. That's too. That's too personal. It's, this, there's no camera being set up. It's basically that. I see. What, I see where you're going with it, but it's not the same thing. Like.
0: I feel like our generation is more willing to do something like that, more open to do like especially like Gen Z and Gen Millennials yeah. are more open to new technology, but I feel like we need to take a step back and just think about the repercussions of letting these companies collect our data so really really just like free like I don't think I'm cool mm-hmm. with like somebody just following me or tracking me everywhere I go, you know?
1: Yeah. And, and that's and and you're right for that for saying that. Because, you know, we all have our right to our own privacy, especially in our own homes. Like, that's very crazy that, you know, obviously, like, that's not the case. I hope no one has cameras in your house. Get your houses checked out. You don't want no cameras there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you just got to be, uh, just got to be safe, honestly. We'll cut this part. Yeah. We'll cut this part. But, um, okay, transitioning now where would you want to move or, or would you be okay building a new home or would you want to move into a move-in ready home uh, um, that's a good question i mean i feel like
0: i want to i would have like to have my own land i don't know about building my own house when i don't know if i have the, first i don't know if i have the patience for that. I don't feel like dealing with all the, you know, legal implications, like, oh, you need a permit for this, you need to get a contract, I don't feel like doing all that that busy work, that tedious work, and I don't feel like just, you know, if there's delays and everything, I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, like, I have to wait to get inside my house, like, I'd just rather just get something that looks nice, that I, like, that already was kind of came to my liking, see it on the market, buy it, and call it a day, and just use the rest of the
1: money that I would spend on buying a house and buy some land.
0: That's my opinion, I mean, what do you think about it?
1: Buying your own land is uh, definitely an investment piece, and it could definitely build generational wealth, but for me, I would like to buy into a move-in-ready home rather than build a home myself because, like you said, it's just a lot of work that goes into it. It's just like wedding planning. Also, too, what are the implications of insurance, like,
0: say in the they building my house and say I want to go to like Florida or something, and there's a hurricane and then it blows the foundation right out the window. Like right from the front of the, like literally everything's like just blown out. Do, do they have to start over, like do I have to pay more insurance because they're like, oh, like you're more of a risk because your home is not structured yet. So mm-hmm. you have to pay more versus like getting a home that's already established, it's like oh yeah, this is the risk, this is the risk assessment of your home, just pay these rates, you don't have to do anything else. Like, I don't wanna deal with that, especially if I don't wanna stay in New York, or even in New York, if there's like a hurricane, snowstorm or anything that's delaying the process or kind of messing up the process. Yeah, like I don't wanna like pay more than I have to or something. You know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah. Also too, uh, with our generation, Gen-, Gen Z, Millennials, we like to travel a lot. So it's, we're not really buying any homes anymore. We're more so like traveling the have. world, you know, studying abroad and renting properties.
0: Rather than yeah. buying
1: properties, we're a more
0: free-spirited generation, for sure. Like we're more, we're more likely not to stay at home for more than like two, three years, honestly. Unless like, let's say we have a family, then we need to stay. When you settle down, yeah. in your Thirties, how however, yeah. yeah you are. Like once you ready to settle down, essentially, but most likely, if we see, like, even at a job, like we're not most likely, we most likely to stay there for like a year. Same thing with a home, like we're not like willing to stay somewhere for too long. <laughs> Which yeah. is good, in the sense that like we want to get the best like bang for our buck essentially. Yeah. But like we're not like I guess loyal to anything really because like we're just gonna leave if it benefits us essentially.
1: With that and jobs, but the cool thing about today is I don't know how cool it is, but I mean, it's uh convenient for for some. The fact that we can work online mm-hmm. since COVID. We came up with the solution that everybody use zoom everyone have their own software and network where you could sign on to whatever your company's organization or or network is and just crank out (coughs) work seamlessly yeah you know so you don't need to go in five days a week it's not monday through friday anymore it's more so work from home like monday wednesday Wednesday. in the office tuesday thursday at home it's flexible it's very flexible so that's that's another reason why people have the luxury to move, yeah. So you gotta factor that in, yeah. I mean, that definitely helps in the sense that, like, did not you say your sister kind of has a job like that? She does, like, and yeah. she, you know, she's I think they asked her to come in maybe two days a week if she can, but it's not mandatory, yeah. It's really whenever she would like to or whenever she can. I would say, like, most weeks she would go in one to two days. It depends on on what's going on, but it's like, it's really that flexible. Like that's how the world is transitioning because I would say millennials and the generation before them, um, are used to working in person five days a week. And they may not have the luxury to rent properties because you know, they're going to stay there for a while. Maybe they got a house that was handed down through the family will or whatever the case may be. Um, they're definitely going to be staying in the location for a lot longer than Gen Z and Millennials, for sure. Yeah. And I feel like, overall,
0: Gen Z and Millennials, different values, different beliefs than like the previous generations, like Generation X, Generation Baby Boomers. Like, oh yeah, you're like we're going to buy a property, stay there, settle down, have a family, give that to our next family, our next kin. Like, we're more likely to be like, alright, we buy this property. Or rent this property, see how it goes, find a better property somewhere else, move there, until like obviously we have kids and everything. Yeah. So I feel like that's we're more of what's the word, like migrants in the sense that we would like to migrate different places and just test
1: the waters of certain things. We're free willed, free spirited. We're our own person. Yeah. We don't like to be controlled. Kind of sums up. You know how we are yeah But I promise you we're cool people though it's yeah. just you just gotta get to know us. I mean some generation. people in
0: generations we yeah, are a little obnoxious I mean with the generation six talking and everything like yeah The person even I can't stand some of them <laughs> but you know nah, I get like what you're saying though yeah but I feel like in all in all that wraps up today's episode make sure to like and comment on our video and follow us on all social media Instagram Facebook Twitter
1: and LinkedIn uh, this, that wraps up today's episode of the Risk Channels podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. And remember, we got you covered from A to Z.